According to the United Nations, sustainable development is a model that meets the needs of the present without compromising the ability of future generations to meet their own needs. On today's show, we shall take a look at just energy transition in the world of mobility. My name is Jerry Futuri Kusari. E-Powered starts now. Welcome to the show. The transport sector of every national economy is a major employer of labor. It is also a sector that contributes greatly to CO2 emissions resulting in global warming. This is obviously not good for our planet. It has been 190 years of global warming. In addition, CO2 emissions records have been consistently broken since 1950, causing rising heat levels in the world. This is evident in the decreased number of green plants and oases in deserts, desert encroachment along the boundaries of the deserts, drying up of lakes and streams. In recent times, we witnessed climate change, rising sea levels, and extreme weather conditions causing natural disasters. Very frequent wildfires and very heavy rainfall leading to flooding and mudslides resulting in loss of lives and properties. All these are consequences of CO2 emissions or greenhouse gases. Currently, the dominant energy source that powers the world of transportation and mobility across the globe is fossil-based. Fortunately, we are in a world where energy transition is taking foot, with various forms of technologies and ideas being brought forward as the way forward. However, with some of these technologies and ideas comes loss of jobs in the mobility space. For instance, micro-mobility, use of bicycles, scooters, electric bikes as a major means of transportation, autonomous electric vehicles certainly lead to loss of jobs in commercial mobility. The questions now are, should there be the implementation of technologies that take away the livelihood of millions of people who work in the transportation industry? as we transit to renewable energy? Is that not in itself a recipe for another pandemic? Poverty? Does energy transition not have correlation with sustainability? Let's not forget that the United Nations defines sustainable development as a model that meets the needs of the present without compromising the ability of future generations to meet their own needs. So, when we talk about sustainable mobility, in other words, just energy transition in the global mobility space, the needs of the present and the future must be met. Shared mobility, a growing area in the mobility space, which accounted for $130 billion to $140 billion in global consumer spending in 2019, that's according to the McKinsey and Company report, 
while providing jobs in the mobility space, still has a negative impact on the environment. However, walking, micro mobility, use of bicycles, bikes, scooters would impact negatively on jobs in the transport sector. Consequently, efforts must be made and policies put in place to secure jobs and sources of livelihoods of people within the transport sector and the world of mobility as the world transits from the use of fossil fuels to renewable energy. Attention must also be focused on the impact of EVs on the environment today. While the world experienced the COVID-19 pandemic, it initiated a global lockdown. This resulted in a significant decline in CO2 emissions as vehicles and industries were shut down. However, in the grand scheme of climate change, this reduction in emissions within the period had little to no effect. Post-COVID-19 lockdown, global emission levels indicate an increase of up to 6.5% of global greenhouse gases or greenhouse gas emissions in the European Union alone in 2021. This is according to the International Energy Agency and the Netherlands Environmental Assessment Agency. While on a global scale, it increased to 5.3% in 2021. Fossil fuel as consumed by vehicles and land use change produce a combined 40.6 billion tons of CO2. According to a research report by McKinsey and Company, Asian electric vehicle manufacturers are entering Europe at high speed and consumers are interested. This reveals the fact that in Europe there is the acceptance of the EV technology, which only requires a transition, a transition from internal combustion engine vehicles to electric vehicles. This is a just transition as fleet owners only have to replace their fleets and not lay off workers. With higher levels of entry of EVs on our roads, the amount of CO2 emissions will be reduced remarkably even beyond the COVID-19 lockdown period. And on full implementation of the use of EVs worldwide, the Earth should begin to recover from the damage caused by greenhouse gas emissions over time. Technological experts are in the process of developing long-lasting batteries, hydrogen fuel cell electric technology, and other renewable energy technologies to power EVs that will replace current internal combustion engine vehicles without job losses. It must also be noted that batteries used for electric vehicles today are miles more durable than those of the initial electric vehicles. The battery technology and other meaningful technologies are work in progress. With these developments, some electric trucks have a range of 563 kilometers, that is, 350 miles, with pickups having a range of up to 600 miles, and with peak torque output of 980 pounds. These current efforts of automobile manufacturers in the making of electric vehicles are steps in the direction of ensuring justice in the energy transition process in mobility.
despite the fact that the level of emission within Europe was up 6.5% comparatively, this figure indicates a decline in CO2 emissions. This is as a result of the implementation of policies that drive down emission levels, such as the adoption of the use of EVs, which set deadlines for final transition from internal combustion engines. Sadly, most EVs are unable to travel very long distances. After a few hundred miles, most require charging, which takes much more time than refueling a gas-powered vehicle. In addition, the recharging points are not widespread as gas stations, such that would effectively serve the haulage and suburban last-mile delivery service industry. This makes most of these EVs exactly useful for intra-city travels. This pushes the application of the electric vehicle technology in the haulage and suburban last-mile delivery subsectors to the transport industry a little further into the future. And even with these developments in technology, production capacity and distribution still remain major challenges. What is the key take-home? This is the fact that we all have a role to play in the implementation of energy transition such that it's just in the energy transition of the world of commercial mobility. Livelihoods must be protected. That's it on this edition of ePowered. Let's continue the conversation on LinkedIn forward slash Jerry Fituri. Join us on our next edition of the podcast.